Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Monday, February 13th, 2023. One more day until Valentine's Day. For those of you who forgot, I didn't forget. I remembered, but we don't, my wife and I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. It's mostly an important day for the kids. They like to get um, excited about it and decorate the, the kind of house. Our house is one of those houses that goes from decorating like one holiday to the next. So in between like Christmas, then there was like a New Year's Eve lull where we forgot to take out all the Christmas stuff. And now it's Valentine's Day stuff. And once that's down, it'll be St. Patrick's Day and then it'll be Easter and, and so on and so forth. So that's how things go around here. And that's why I know the holiday is coming up. But today, as you can see, we've got a new set. For those of you who are listening on the audio-only version on the podcast, you can maybe check in on uh, the YouTube channel to see what the new set looks like. It's just a bunch of shoes. It's a little on the nose if you ask me, but I'm like, ah, you know, it's kind of useful to have the shoes back here because every once in a while I'll reference them and stuff, you know? Uh, so it's nice to just kind of have them and they've been sitting in boxes, you know, and not doing anyone any good there. So I figured, you know what, let's get them on the shelf. We could take a look at them. I like that they're blurry, you know, so it's background, you know, but it's not, it's not, um, it's not an image. These are actual shoes. So in case anyone's wondering, it's not just like a uh, green screen kind of thing, but that's what it is. It's not exactly what I want yet. Um, yeah, Adam said, is that a picture or a real life shelf full of shoes? Yeah, real shoes, real shoes. So there's Endorphin Pros here, the Endorphins uh, Metaspeed Sky 1, the Tokyo Edition, Super Blast. You know, we got we got them all. They're all up here. So, yes, yeah, so we got a little blurry. We got it working. Um, I wanted it to be a different look than this. I wanted to use a different lens. I wanted to show more shoes at once, but I had two problems. Well, one main problem, there weren't enough shelves. So I bought this at Ikea. And um, they didn't have any spare shelves that I could buy. And so I had to kind of like condense everything a little bit to make this shot. But hey, this is where we're at for now. And I feel like I like the colorfulness in the background. Someone I meant I put um, I put a thing on here, uh, a, a screenshot of this on Instagram. And someone was like, you know, I miss the kids art, more, you know, having that in the background. I was like, I miss that, too. But I feel like this makes a little bit more sense and stuff, you know. So, um, yeah. So that's what it's going to be. Uh, while we're at it, though, let's say uh, finish up saying hi to everyone listening on the audio version, though. Hopefully you're having a good run out there today. It's balmy here in the Midwest. So um, I think I think this is technically called full spring. So hopefully you're enjoying your full springs. But beware, you know, winter's return is coming at some point around the around the corner. Uh, and everyone watching on YouTube live or later, but not live. Welcome to you guys as well. You guys get to see what's going on here with the shoes. I might rearrange these. I just kind of put them in. You know, I kind of put racing shoes on this side and then some daily trainers on this side. I don't have a lot of trail shoes that are done that can be down. All these are shoes that are, reti are retired. And so I only retired trail shoes. All the other trail shoes that I've run in before and retired, I've already gotten rid of. So since I started like collecting them, so there's like speed goats and then the Atreyu trail. And that's about it. As far as trail shoe goes, but there'll be more shoes like eventually. Uh, Steve wants to know Am I standing on an assault treadmill in the picture and doing the full Ben Johnson? Well, I wanted to have more shoes, kind of like Ben Johnson did. And I wanted to have not just my retired shoes, but my like active collection because I have probably at least this many shoes upstairs in the closet. And then it'd be much more useful to be able to show that all. But because I didn't have enough shelves for everything, you know, I, I thought I'd do this in the meantime. You know, CP76 says Runner World has an exclusive review on the Vaporfly 3. I don't know, man. I I mean, number one, it's like one of the worst kept secrets 
in the internet. But I just saw Ben is running had an Instagram reel about it. Like he's holding it. I, th- I think he went to a Nike event um, at some point, and now he's allowed to talk about it. I'm guessing he got to see it when he went. He went to the Invincible event. There was like an Invincible be- event in London. Like he went there. Jerry Sun. Did Ben Parks? A lot of people went. A lot of people in the UK went. And so, um, yeah. What did it make? Uh, Amrital Gabora, did he go? I think he went. I'm not sure. But yeah, that was a lot of those. So I don't know if he got a chance to see him then or what, but I don't, he's not the only, I think the embargo lifted today. I mean, Jeff Dengate, who's the runner in chief at Runner's World, um, posted a video about it and I saw that today. But I don't know if anyone, not, no one else is allowed to review them or what, but like it seems to be like some sort of embargo day today. But it's pretty cool. I think people are excited. All right, Eliza says, Hi, Kofam. Hope everyone is well. Returned from a trip to, to Seoul and Tokyo. Got to run on part of the Tokyo Marathon course. I'm feeling really good. I'm, it's less than, th- it's like two and a half weeks away. I'm going to do a long run Thursday. And then I'll do another workout Saturday. And that'll be it. And then I'll be in the taper. And it's going to be a re- super weird taper for me, guys. Remember, I'm not going to be here from the 20th. I think the 20th to the 23rd, the dates got a- rearranged a little bit. I think I'm allowed to tell you where I'm going. I can't tell you. I know I can't tell you why I'm going yet. But I'm going to wait until a couple more details get finalized before I tell you guys where I'm going. But So I'll be gone. I'll be like traveling for like three days, four days. 20, 21, 22, 23, four days. Uh, that's, that's a very weird way. And time zones are going to be all weird. So who knows what will happen. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. And then um, Lala P says, yo, what's going on? Less than five weeks till LA. You know, I was going to, I almost ran in my LA marathon jacket today. I thought about doing that, but I was going to make a reel for my running today about getting ready for Tokyo and then having like the LA marathon jacket might be weird, I thought. So, and Frank says nine weeks to Boston. Mm, That reminds me, I got, I have like homework. Uh, So you guys know I'm a part of Relay, the, um, the nine person. Uh, I guess media company, whatever you want to call it, that we are. Um, and I'm supposed to help make some graphics and stuff about uh, all the Boston content that we're putting together, which I'm not really participating in because I've never been. But um, yeah, so nine weeks coming right up, coming up soon. But I got to, I got some exciting news. I don't know that I can say yet, but I have some very exciting news about Boston. Can't wait to tell you guys about it. Three big pieces of news. It's going to be awesome. Just saying, if you're in the area, even if you're not racing, you should be around for the weekend. It's going to be fun. Uh, all right, let me scroll down a little bit, get down to the bottom. Um, let's see. Sean Devlin says, at Kofuzi Run Club being my therapist today, and I appreciate it. Well, glad you're here, man. Hope you're doing all right. Ryan T says, uh, cheers, y'all. Happy Monday. What's going on? Did you just, did you just run a race? You just did like a 100-mile race, didn't you? Congratulations. Uh, Timothy Wright says, where did you get the nylon band for the 255? Uh, I got it on Amazon. I made a video called uh, Generic Essentials. If you look up like Kofuzi Generic Essentials, I think there's a link to it in there. Uh, All right. Gabriel says, watching from Uruguay. Huge fan of the channel. Well, welcome, Gabriel. Thanks for watching. Uh, Alaric Evan Aro says, nice background. You know, I do like that it's brighter. The gray, I like the gray because it's simple, you know, but it doesn't feel right for the live stream. 
And so I kind of like I kind of like this. I'd I I look forward to getting more shoes. And then I'm like I have I was thinking about it today, and I'm like, you know, um, what am I gonna do when I fill all these? So these are two bookshelves, and they're only like only this part is what I have shelves for. So there's a lot of space below and a lot of space above still in the bookshelves. And then I have a third bookshelf. And ideally, I'd like to sit in the middle of it. I'd like to get like kind of like a chair chair, not like a desk chair. I'm sitting on a folding chair. But I'd like to get like a, a chair chair, not a recliner, you know, but like a, I don't know what they call them, club chair, something like that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll get a wing back. That might be fun. I don't know. But um, I want to get like a chair chair and have the camera even further out and then I don't know. So I got I got some ideas to make it look very different. But now that I keep thinking about it, I'm like, oh, this is making it the way my envision just basically has switched a chair for Ben Johnson's assault treadmill. So I'm meaning to rethink that a little bit. But I don't know. I'm working on it. I've been thinking about it for a long time and I was just like, I just gotta go do it. Um Remy B, what's going on? Says here for the new digs. Thanks. Thanks for stopping by. Um, someone was saying, I think these are Rebels down here. Yeah, these are the Rebel version 2s. I only think I got like 60 miles on these guys. They look really fresh because I didn't, I didn't, I just didn't love these. You know, but I don't know what's going to happen when these get filled. Like, do I start getting rid of shoes? You know what I mean? Then where do I put them? Then I got a shoes in a box problem. So like I gotta, I gotta think that out. You know, do I start getting rid of ones that are like not so important, like uh, Magic Speed? No, where's there's a Magic Speed version one. I don't think that's a super important shoe. Like at some point, I could probably get rid of it. Like maybe one Magic Speed goes in there, but then I'm like, well, would I want to look at it like four years from now? Probably not. I don't think there'll be a Magic Speed five. Do you think? Do you think we'll get there? I don't know. I don't know. I got I got to think about it. Oh, but you know what makes it nice though because there's all this like extra space at the bottom. I could put all my unboxing stuff down here and I got a package. So, let's unbox this package while we're here. I got to still I got to figure it out. Like I'm on a, I'm on a different table now and stuff. Try not to show addresses and things like that. Okay. And we'll get this open. CV76, there needs to be one shelf of Hall of Fame shoes. You know, my wife was like, oh, you could put those golden Nike shoes up here. And I was like, I could, but I don't know where they are. Do you guys remember those? I had those shoes that Nike made like into like a, they bronzed them or something for me. It was really nice. Um, and I would like to put those on here, but they'll take up so much space. Like it would take up like four, you know what I mean? Um, and then I was thinking, you know, I got to make a space for the Saucony hammer because I did use the Saucony hammer to help put these shelves together. <laughs> so I was like, I, so I was like, I should probably make content about me using the Saucony hammer to put these shelves together. But I was like, oh, this is too much work. All right. Got a Hoka box here. And they've sent me a pair of. Uh, I didn't buy these. They sent them to me. These are Challenger ATR7 Gore-Tex. So I'm pretty excited about this one because uh, they emailed me a while ago and it seems like everyone's already running the Challenger 7. 
and they were like challenger seven's coming out and i'm like is that going to come out in a court because i ran the challengers five atr cortex and i didn't love that shoe but i do love a cortex trail shoe and so uh when i heard like they're gonna make it even more clifton like um i was like okay i'll try it but i would like to try it in cortex so i was like let me know when it comes out in Gore-Tex, and then I'll try that. So it does, it finally did, and now I'm going to try it. My favorite color, black. Black on black. So this looks nice, I think. Um, I'm liking the outsole pattern. Here we go. There's that. So, yeah. All right. First unboxing in the new background, the new set. So there we go. Um, all right. Ibrahim Gassain says, I feel like Hoka comes out with their GTX shoes way too late in the season. I would agree, but I'm also wondering if it's like, mm, it's too late in the season for me, but it's probably not too late in the season for people that actually live around in like mountains. Cause like winter, winter, you can't run on the trails cause it's too much snow. But then like once it's spring and I'm done with the snow, mountains still have snow. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Mm. Alpi series says nice set wow well thanks Alpi. good to see you thanks for stopping in and sean has a question kofu's he says kofu's in your clip to vid you mentioned the forward roll and walking i returned the nimbus 25 because of that too severe for casual wear or walking would you say the cliftons are similar i you know what we can do we can pull i think one of these is the nimbus 25 this one um oh and the cliftons are over here but they're on they're on this shelf off camera they're on the currently using shelf See, see, look at this. Look at how convenient this is. So we've got the Clifton and we've got the Nimbus. I would say what Asics has been doing with their shoes in terms of the roll is they've been making theirs later. Hoka's are really early. So it starts curling back here, right? But the Nimbus is flat for a really long time and then it curls just at the end. So when I'm walking, I don't feel it that much in the Nimbus. When I'm walking in the Clifton, I do feel it when walking. But I, I mean, I don't think either of them are a problem when rocking. So like, if you don't like the forward roll of the Nimbus, you're definitely not gonna like the roll of the Clifton, is what I would say. All right, look at that. Just picking shoes off the shelf and using them as visual aids, that's kind of nice. Um, Adam says, let's talk about Milrose. Three American records. That was quite a meet. I didn't get to watch it live, but I did watch it this morning. I recorded it. Um, and that was really fun. It was very distracting. So if there's any errors in the Clifton video today, it's because I was distracted watching the Milrose games. But yeah, Abby Steiner, 300 meter, right? And then Alicia Monson. Um, and the 3,000 meter, right? And then was it Nagoose? Who, yeah, yeah, you're a, just missed a world record. Also in the 3000, right? Yeah, there, that was quite a meet. That was an amazing meet. I like really wish that I had could have been at that meet. Um, but yeah, and then Josette, Nor well, she used to be Norris. Now she was Andrews. So there's Josette, two, two name changes that you got to remember. Josette Norris got married from like last world championships to like this season. So I think she's Andrews now. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then um, Katie Najot, the pole vaulter, is now Katie Moon, which I feel like is a much better last name for a pole vaulter. But um, 
Yeah, that was a great meet. I I I bet you if you guys like have NBC Sports, you could probably find it on a replay somewhere. It was really good. Um, all, all the races were just really good. Um, a lot of NCAA at least record chases or records. Caitlin Tui in the three thousand had a really good race. Um, so like pretty pretty good meet. I feel like that's a meet that hopefully they'll replay a bunch of times on NBC Sports. Um, and that's one that I think can make people fans of the sport too. Cause that was good. They had pyrotechnics for the Wanamaker mile. Um, Laura Mira won. Was she the defending champ? I know she won the fifth Avenue mile, but I don't know if she was the Wanamaker champ. So really good. Really good. And then the, yeah, yeah. And then the DQ, Noel Isles getting DQ'd in the 60. Oh, he looked, he looked human in that. Cause he was going against Christian Coleman. And he knew he had to get a good start. And uh, he jumped the gun, literally. Well, then there was that high school kid who um, was like tipping over. And so he like raised his hand. He's like, wait, no, 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 let's stop. Let's don't, don't start the gun. And so they had to kind of reset. And then the second one, Noah, had a false start. Hopefully this is not spoilers. But either way, you should go watch it. Because even if I explain it to you, it's not as good as watching it. Um, so, Yeah. That was a good meet. That was a really good meet. And it was over like fast. I feel like they did a pretty good job of um, moving it along. They showed the pole vault. They showed the shot put, you know, so like they had the some of the field events in there too. It was just good. A really good meet. Really entertaining. Um, Laura Galvan also set a Mexican record, I think. And then Luis Grialba. Man, that was a gutsy run. So just a lot of good running. A lot of good running. Mm, all right. Let me scroll down. Um, Mrs. CMR80 says, good evening from Dublin, Ireland. What have I missed? We're just checking out. We're just, we're christening the new space, you know. Um, this is fun. This is, uh, this is a nice little new thing. Um, and so we're just checking out and so like you know someone was saying like we need to have like a wall of special shoes so i think this is one that i'm going to leave up here this is how they sent me the original like rocket x2 so before i was going to go down to miami they had originally sent these and then um but this is not an, a launch colorway and they said i've been i've been debating whether or not to test take them at their word or what and try these out because they said that there's just an aesthetic change and they're going with a different launch colorway can you wear that we'll overnight them to you and that's what tommy had that's what everyone else had and so um i just never ended up wearing these because i got the other ones the next day or like two days later from when these arrived and so i figured i'll just leave them in the plastic bag and they'll just always kind of be up here part of hoka history i guess you know and then these like secret shoes, the Asics ones that have like no logos and are all like just 100% white. I ran in them one time. I think I'm just going to leave them like this. I might wear them casually at some point. I'm debating whether or not to take these to Tokyo. Um, but yeah, so I think having some fun shoes up there will be will be nice. The other thing I thought of, like if I leave it as the show, shot with the close tight shot like this and there's only like 10 rows of shoes then i could just switch it all the time you know and just to make it interesting i guess um yeah so i don't know i'm thinking about it having fun with it I'm gonna play around 
um, Mrs. CMR, he says, you got a spare men's eight you'd like to send over? I don't get any shoes in eight. I get some shoes in nine and a half, mainly from Hoka. In fact, these Challenger ATRs are nine and a half. I find that I like their trail shoes in nine and a size, half size up, except they sent me the Tecton X. And see, that's the thing with Hoka. You're not sure. I'm not sure. The, um, the Tecton X, I have a nine and a half. I didn't like it. The Mafate, I like prefer the nine and a half. Speed Goat, I have it in a nine, I think. Yeah, nine. And the nine is right for me. So it just, I don't know. It just goes back and forth. I can't, I can't tell. Um, yeah. Jared Crano wants to know if I'm doing Cherry Blossom again. I am. So I just talked to ASICs. Um, and uh, they're busy getting ready for Tokyo and LA. So like they've kind of, I don't, I don't want to say they forgot, but like first things first, I guess, you know, but I did get contacted from ASICs. I'm going to go back out there um and um we're gonna try to do something fun before the race the day before i think the day before so you know come on over even if you're not racing come on over uh be make sure you're around for the weekend we're gonna have something fun planned mm. all right John Burchett Sharp JBS says, uh, regarding that Hoka, it's a bit different than the box I'm talking. Yeah, shoes in a plastic bag yeah, is a little bit different than the crate. The crate is over there too. And that's the other thing I'm like, you know, I have some of the, I still have like the white box that the secret shoe over here, um, that one came in. And I've got like the, the Saucony crate. Like, do I put those up here too? I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's, I don't want to just have like a, a horde of stuff, but I, I don't know. Dave says, uh, I'm running Chicago, but have to stay out by O'Hare. Is the blue line fine to catch in, or should I stump money to be closer? Um, I'm not familiar with that phrase, stump up cash to be closer. Um, I like the double narwhals on your photo, though, Dave. Where is it? Right there. Um, I'd say the blue line's great. I'm not sure how often the blue line runs. It does run 24 hours a day, I believe. And it should run early enough in the morning. I'm trying to think where the blue line lets out. Yeah, I think you'll be all right. I think actually that would be pretty good. So it just depends on how long of a trip is it for you to get from your hotel to O'Hare. Because that's going to add some time on too. Because like it's O'Hare, it's out by the airport. Nothing. It's not like I'm guessing you're not going to be able to, you're, be able to unless you're staying at the airport Hilton, you're not going to be able to walk to the blue line. So that's going to, add some time on so that uh, whether it's worth it is up to you it could be a long trip mm. what matters matt says i think just having the shoes in the background looks clean versus random stuff like the crate and the hammer i think you're right on that matt i might keep them around maybe down here off camera just so i can have them there um but yeah i think just shoes is fine Matt Turner says, hi, Mike. I'm the shirtless guy that said hi to you in the New York City Marathon Corral. I do remember that. Glad to be working from home now so I can watch the live stream. Marathon in the Primax versus Adios Pro 3. Thanks. I think if I were trying to PR, I'd go in the Adios Pro 3. If I'm trying to just have a good run, you know, maybe it's I wanted to run another race, maybe with a friend. 
um, then I'd go with the Primax. Um, the Audios Pro 3 is a little bit more aggressive. It's also kind of street legal. Not that that matters to us normies. But um, yeah. But if you were trying to PR, I'd go with the Audios Pro 3. Dami says, thanks for being so responsive on Insta. End up getting that Nimbus 25 regardless. Nice. Do I see you retired the Superblast already? Yeah, I mean, I'm by retired. I mean, like, these are shoes that I've done the 100 mile reviews on. So I did, I got to 100 miles because I did like all like 16 to 20 mile runs in this shoe. And I did like a couple of 10 mile runs were the shortest I did. So, like, this is just a fun shoe to be able to run a lot of miles in quickly. I might wear these tonight. I'm going to do a double threshold day. I did my threshold workout in the morning, six by six minutes. And then, I might do like 5k at threshold pace tonight. Um, and so I was debating. I got a brand new Metaspeed Sky Plus. It's not a new shoe. It's just another color. But ASIC sent me a fresh pair to have for Tokyo. So I used them for the workout today. And I was thinking I'll use them on the treadmill tonight. But they sent it. They sent me that colorway because they weren't sure if they're going to have the Tokyo colorway available to me in time. And I'm like, if you don't have it in time for Tokyo, then it's kind of a miss. But, but anyway, um, but I really enjoyed it. And I'm like, all right, I put 10 miles in on it. Let's leave it there. Maybe I'll bust these out to do um, my second workout for today. So I don't know. I mean, they're retired, you know, but like, because they're, I'm not like, they're not actively in the rotation, but I might, you know, reach for them here and there. So we'll see. Like the Metaspeed Sky Pluses are up here. These are all PR shoes. PR in this one. PR in this one. PR in this one. So it's nice. Nice remembers. Nice memories, I guess. Uh, Momentum Unbound says, where in Tokyo is a right race? That's a great question. I have no idea. I, I actually don't know. <laughs> um, Ethan Brown wants to know, what's the Tokyo colorway going to be? Same as the OG version? I don't think so. Um, I think, I, I don't know if you guys seen it. But um, I saw there's a Tokyo version of the Nimbus 25 and the Magic Speed 2 that were just released. Or at least teased on, uh, it was like ASICS Japan or something like that on Instagram. Um, and so uh, they're pretty. They're black. So I don't, I don't know if, um, I don't know if the race shoe is going to be the same to match, you know? I would not be mad if it did. But the detailing that's on the Magic Speed and the Nimbus, I'm not sure you could put it on like the kind of material that the Metaspeed Sky Plus is. Like this kind of like plasticky stuff. Like I just don't think that you could get that on there. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, if that, I wouldn't want it blacked out. I mean, you know, you know, it'd be a great Tokyo edition. White Proto, but red asics logo that'd be kind of cool like you know like japanese flag i think so uh mark wants to know uh is there a strategy for the shelf organization there kind of was so there's there's actually three bookshelves here there's another one over there off camera and i was thinking like uh race shoes daily trainers and then max cushion slash trail on the other one um so that way like as like i'm thinking about i need a shoe i can i know which way to reach for it you know but um right now i don't have enough shelves 
and I got to figure out the camera angles a little bit better. I may end up moving because this is all just in the basement. It's an unfinished basement down here. I may end up, I may end up moving it um, just because like the table that I'm sitting at now, this is the table that I normally shoot product on. And I'm not at my normal like talking table, which is over there. And so like now like to set this up, I had to like move a camera and a couple of and this mic stand, you know, and I just had to figure out a way to make it. So it's not as annoying. So I got I got to figure some of that stuff out, you know. Kevin Summerall has a question. Says, uh, I'm not sure if this makes sense, but after you finish training for a race, how do you structure your training in the off season? Uh, I think it depends. It makes sense, Kevin. I think it depends on when your next race is. Um, but like, I think that's something that a lot of people do is they'll do their fall marathon. And then they'll kind of like have a break in the winter before their spring marathon or a spring race. Doesn't have to be marathon. Could be a half marathon, 10K, 5K, whatever it is. And usually what I say for them, that's a really good time to do a lot of uh, base building and just like mostly easy miles. And so for the winter, because it's colder, um, it kind of lends itself to uh, lowering the mileage a little bit because being out in the cold can be difficult. But just getting a lot of consistent easy runs. If you want to do like one run, that's a little bit harder a week. That's fine too. But like, and some people, and, but like, and some people like to do a workout a week. I don't think you really need to do that. If you're just trying to build more fitness in between training blocks in between races. So, um, you know, I would say keep the number of runs you're doing a week, maybe reduced by one rest a little bit more. The off season is a great time to finally start strength training which if you're like me, you keep putting it off. Um, so introduce some of those other things and um, make sure your body has a chance to kind of like heal from the hard training and get that cardiovascular system built up. So that's kind of what I would do. Um, I haven't had a real off season kind of in a while, I guess. So um, yeah, so that's why I haven't, that's my excuse for why I haven't really started strength training. <laughs> Ryan says, I always tell myself I'm going to start strength training during the off season. It's one of the favorite things I think that runners like to talk about, like places that you had to poop during a run and like this, the strength training that you're going to do. <laughs> Will Willing says, our feet started to hurt. I got a hot spot for a few minutes towards the end of a run. General instability. It wasn't fun. I was running 905 pace the last two miles. I think I'm missing something on that one. Mm, is there a first part of that, Will? I think you're trying to explain something else. I missed it. Um, what shoes was you, were you running in? Mm, all right. Mrs. CMR80 says, I'm trying to do five runs per week, but keeping it at least four of them super easy marathon uh, for the third time in October. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I think that's like exactly a great way to do it. Just four really easy runs. Um, sprinkle in some strides a couple times a week if you want to do that, just to keep the turnover fresh. But I, I wouldn't really do a lot of um, workouts if it's a real off season. Sean says, you're one of the positives of not being able to run right now. I'm making progress with strength training since I've got a little bit more time. There you go. Well, hopefully that's not what it takes for all of us to do that. 
but I do think that we all need to kind of start getting it more into doing that, getting in the strength training. We got to do it, guys. Um, I've been doing more stuff. Still, mo the only stuff that I can routinely do is body weight stuff. Um, but since my like uh, runner's knee flared up a little bit, I've been doing the exercises that one does if you're trying to learn how to do a pistol squat. Those, I feel like, have really helped and make me feel a lot stronger. Um, yeah. In addition to my regular um, routine, I also live in a house with stairs now, and there's hills in my neighborhood. And so, like, like today, for example, I did my workout, and um, normally I structure the threshold repeats so that I, like, turn around when the hills start and just go back. It's a, it's a big loop. But um, today I just went right through and I went for the hills and it stunk. But I did it and it wasn't, it was terrible. But it, I don't think I need to avoid, completely avoid them, even if I'm doing a threshold workout because it's about effort, not pace. So those are some things that I'm kind of doing strength ish stuff, I guess. Oh, okay. Willing says it's about the Endorphin Pro 3 that he was getting hot spots. He left another comment above about Glide Ride 3 versus the Endorphin Pro 3. Hmm. Yeah, the Glide Rides are up here. That video, 100 IL review video, I just got to film it. I think that's the next one coming up. Is it? Yeah, that's the next video. Glide Ride 3. Um, but yeah, I finished running in that like a week ago. So yeah, I'm trying to make sure I have enough videos ready. So even though I'm going to be gone like next week, for a big part of the week. I still want to make sure that there's videos that come out. Um, <laughs> Christine Zalowski says, strength training is just so boring to me. I think that's it. I think that's it. You know, like, I don't like it either. I also like, um, like my, my family, we got a YMCA membership because the kids we actually took them swimming. There was family swim time over the weekend. So we went swimming, which was really nice because the kids were exhausted afterwards, which I was, I just, there's nothing I like more than tired children. Cause it makes me feel like I did a good job as a parent. So like they were really tired. We took them swimming. My wife went to the gym and like worked out first and then met us in the pool later. I'd already done my run earlier in the day. And then I was thinking like, well, my daughter does gymnastics, not that far from the YMCA. And it's, I don't have to be there for it. So like I could just drop her off and just do like 20 minutes. You know, I think that's the thing. Like I'm like, oh, I don't want to spend like an hour doing this. But I think I can, I think I could get a lot of benefit from like 10 minutes of lifting once a week, twice a week. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to like chunk it up into as small a possible thing as possible because right now, whatever it is, I got to hang up about it that I'm not doing it, you know? So. Uh, Michael Alavesa says, hi, with a wave. Have you had any injuries over the years as a runner? If, if, if so, how did you come back from it? I've, I kind of struggle with runner's knee, and I think it's because of my hips. My hips aren't, aren't very, um, they do something funny, I think, and that affects the, the way the knee hits. And when mileage gets high, it's the, I feel like I get tendonitis. And so uh, I do a lot of mo mobility. Um, to get back from it, I had to do... I do well. It took me a while to figure out what was wrong, but it took act, like specific PT to to get back from it. Um, and I used a massage gun, and I did specific exercises um, that helped me come back from it. And now I continue doing that mobility routine every day before a run. 
almost every day before a run. I don't, I don't always do it. Sometimes I run really late and then I just got to go. But most of the times I do it. I like to do it before I get to where I'm running because where I live now, I got to drive to go where I want to run. Every once in a while, I'll run in the neighborhood, but most of the time I drive somewhere and I like to do it before I drive. And that doesn't make sense a little bit because then I'm going to sit in a car after I do my mobility work. But I like to do it barefoot. I don't like to do it in my shoes because it's just my balance is terrible. So, yeah. Uh, Leona Hart says, I recently purchased the Hyperion Tempo as a workout shoe. Would you su suggest switching to the Max instead? Currently enjoying the Tempo, but I only have the Camulus 23 to compare it to. Um, no, I think that the Hyperion Tempo as a workout shoe is exactly how it's supposed to be used. And if you have um, the Cumulus 23, that can be your daily trainer. So I feel like that's a really good one too. So I, 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 unless there's something about the Tempo you don't like, I would not recommend switching. Just, just stay there, you know? Steamy76 says, I should have a shuffle of bloody shoes. Uh, then, you know what? I, uh, I have a video that's coming up where I bought a pair of Alpha Fly version ones. That shoe has made me bleed. I guess I'd have to go find a pair of uh, Vapor Fly Flyknit, and then I could put the Endorphin um, Elite on there. And then I'd have to go find a pair of that Terex, Terex Agravic whatever the big one um that one made me bleed a lot so i guess i could make a shelf because that'd be four that'd be more than one shelf i guess six is a full shelf maybe i don't know it depends on what we make a shelf but yeah momentum unbound says i do hate squats i'd rather do anything else in the world than do squats i don't mind squats like i don't do them with weight i sometimes i hold a kettlebell when i do it um you know it's funny my, my parents were just here and my mom, when she was here, she comes in and like, we're, it was, I don't know if it was like after breakfast or what. And she comes up to me and goes, Mike, I need some cans. And I was like, what? Like cans of food. Do you have two cans of food that I could have? I'm like, what do you need two cans of food for? What kind of food? She's like, I just want to use it for exercise. I'm like, we got dumbbells. And she's like, two pound weights. You have two pound weights. I'm like, yes, I have two of them. I bought a set for my wife. It's like a two pound, a four pound, and an, I think an eight pound. I don't know why I'm looking over there, but they're not over there. But yeah, we do have some weights. And sometimes I hold a weight when I do squats. But most of the time I don't. I, I like squats more for stretching than I do. I don't do them for exercise or strength, I guess. Maybe that's something I should work on. I should probably do that. Alan Lou says, did you keep any of the peg turbos? No, I got a pair from, I bought a pair off Mark Peterson. So they're, they're in here somewhere. That's also for a different video. Um, but any of the, I used to have like, I've, I've gone through like four or five different pairs of peg turbos. I don't have any of them. You know which one I miss? Two shoes that I regret getting rid of. Uh, the peg trail one Gyakuso, the white, the cream and like tan one. That was a good shoe. And then the Gyakuso peg turbo. That was a, that was a beautiful shoe. I just like that, like that, like trail tan color that's in a lot of stuff. I just like that color. And it says, um, I find it hard to find other exercises like strength work to do when Pip sees me in shorts and expects to go running with me. I feel guilty then not taking it out for a run. Well, maybe you just got to do your strength work in long pants. 
like joggers, then, then, then Pip won't know that they won't be confused that it's running time. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, Dr. Josh, what's going on? He says, you got to do some squats and deadlifts. I, you know, I thought about getting a hex bar for down here, you know, just to be able to do some of that stuff. And, but then I was like, I don't know. We just got the YMCA membership. It's not that expensive. It was like, a, it's like a hundred bucks a month for our family of four. And I'm like, they got the whole gym there. I should just go to the gym. I don't want to spend more than 20 minutes there at a time anyway. Like my goal is to not, you know what I mean? It's like running. I like if I got an hour and a half, I'm going to try to make it hour 45. You know, like I, I want to do more running, but with the weights, I want to do less and less as possible. And then I, I assume I'm, I'm hoping at some point I'll start doing it and liking it. And then I have to worry about time management. But right now I just got to like get over the hump of like, oh, I got to I'll just go do it. So I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. But here's my question, Dr. Josh, maybe you can answer this for me. What shoes do you lift in? I was thinking about what do you pick up like Metcons? I don't want to I don't want to lift in my running shoes. Um, should I get a pair of like one of the arrows? What's what's the one? The barefoot? Not the yeah, the the minimalist barefoot ones. Should I get those? I feel like I want something very firm and not with a with a big drop for lifting. But I don't know what to get. And if I can't find anything, I'm just gonna go in my like um basketball shoes. Like uh like retro basketball shoes, like the ASICs Japan S or something. Or like cons, you know, but I don't know. But I just don't know what to, what shoes to wear. Mm. <laughs> Adam says, I run, I lift in old running shoes. I'm not going to pay money. Yeah, but Adam, your ba balance is a lot better than mine. My balance is bad. And so like, I feel like if I, that will throw me off a little bit, you know. Louis says, I have a gym like 100 meters from my house and I still don't want to go. <laughs> that that's a, like that sounds like a runner. <laughs> um, Dami says, uh, I was traditionally a bodybuilder and turned runner for health issues. Running healed me, but my strength base made me run my first marathon sub four. Now I do four times running and three times strength a week and 120 kilogram squat. Nice. Very nice. Um, Dr. Josh says, I live barefoot or in socks. I don't think they would let me do that at the YMCA. They probably would. That would probably be frowned upon there. And I would probably drop a weight on my foot. Not that like a shoe would be able to really protect me that much more, but I don't know. <laughs> Sober Gummy wants to know if I can run to the gym. Dude, I'm in the suburbs now. Like, it's everything out here is anti-running. There's like to get to run to the gym. The gym is actually a little bit far from me. It's a little bit of a drive. Um, so that would be a, a little, I mean, not a long run, but um, it'd be a lot of running along the highway. Like everything's like a three lanes, four lanes on each way on each side, you know? Well, maybe not. Mostly it's like two lanes on each side. And then there's a concrete median because everything moves fast and there's no sidewalk, no shoulder. And like every intersection is like four lanes on each side. So it's like six, like a, what's that? Eight, 16 lanes because there's two turning lanes usually or more than that because then there's a right turn turning lane. It's just, it's wild. It's wild. It's like 
extremely hostile to running. We live like a couple miles. We, we live walking distance from my kid's school. It'd be a little bit of a long walk, but they could walk it. But it's just not safe. It's so unsafe to walk anywhere around here that no one is allowed to walk to school where that school is located. Like you have to be driven or take the bus. Those are your only options. Because just the road to get to there is very busy. So it just kind of, that's, that's, that's how things are out here. So that's why I have to run to everywhere. Matthew Eckerner is like zero drop for lifting. Yeah, I've been watching um, Strength University, that guy. I want. I should have bought the tier shoes, the TYR shoes, because he had like his own collab shoe. I was like, oh, I should have bought that. Now I think it's sold out. JJ says, I heard the Kawana is a better gym shoe than running. It is firm, and it probably is. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> Dave says, you're sounding like a not just bike convert. I have watched a lot of not just bike videos. So maybe that maybe that's where the vocabulary is coming from. Um, Bryce Werbler says, I lift in vans. They're super cheap, pretty firm, and not a tall shoe. Some people lift in Converse because they have a little ankle support. Really? Converse have ankle support? I don't know. The last pair of Converse that I bought was a pair of Converse Flyknit. And they had like a, I want to say it was a Lunar Lawn insert. So it was like a Lunar Lawn Converse Flyknit. And it was the biggest, I felt like it was the big, uh, such a big disappointment. Because like it was the insole wasn't made out of lunar lawn. It was still a converse like rubber thick slab. And it was just a thick lunar lawn insole. And then the flyknit was like it was a regular converse shoe with flyknit like glued on top. And that was like the start of like Nike saying things were flying it and then they're not flying it. Like in the Invincible. So after that, I'm like, I'm not buying any more cons. But yeah. Colin Tanner says, get a scooter to go. I could drive to the gym. It's just that I don't make the time for it. That's all. Steve76, <laughs> um, do a run challenge, Crystal Lake to New Vienna. That, that's 200 miles. Well, it's probably like 180, 190, maybe 200. Um, you know, it's probably doable because the way that we go, we don't take the main highway. We take kind of like a back roads way. Now, the, uh, that is not a very friendly road to be a pedestrian on. Cars go really fast and there's no shoulder. But I'm betting there's country roads that I could take back that way. Um, and then getting you'd have to get through Galena, which is super hilly. And then going through Eastern Dubuque to get... There's a giant hill coming out of D Dubuque to get over to Dyersville. And then New Vienna. Um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of people get stuck in the ditch trying to go up that hill in the winter because it's very steep and long, but i maybe I could find a way around it. I don't know. I don't know how I would get that supported. That'd be a hard challenge. That would take me a weekend. That would be a multi-day trip for me, I think. <laughs> All right, Dr. Josh says, a marathoner should be able to lift one, one and a half times their body weight. What, what kind of lift? Like a, um, in a deadlift? I don't know how much I could deadlift. I don't remember. I think the last time I did deadlift with weights was in college. I remember my bench, but I don't remember my deadlift or my squat. 
I didn't really care. I never I hate I hated doing leg day. Rusty Chili says, I'm afraid <laughs> I'll just end up walking around the gym for 30 minutes and only lift for 10 minutes. That's the formula I see at the gym with all the lifters. There's a lot of walking to and from the water fountain. That's how I do it. Lift a little bit, go to the water fountain. Lift a little bit more, go to the water fountain. Walk around, check your watch, look at the clock to time your recoveries, you know? But yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. If you're at the gym walking around for 30 minutes and lifting only 10 minutes, I that might actually be the right, it may or may not be the right ratio. But at least you were there. I can't even get there. That's my problem. I, I just got to, I just got to get there. I got to get there. Super and just said they used to forbid walking to my daughter's school, but then they put up a pedestrian crossing with flashing lights. Someone was biting, fighting back in favor of pedestrians here. Yeah, I know. That's good. Cool. All right, let's do a couple more and then I gotta get going for today. I got I gotta I gotta be like efficient with my time over the next couple of days because I gotta like film like four videos ahead to be ready for Germany. Oh, I just told you where I was going. I'm going to Germany. <laughs> I'm going to Germany next week. So I can tell you that. So that'll be fun. But I gotta get ready. So I was trying to keep that a secret. But that's where I'm going. Dr. Josh says, you need at least three minutes in between sets for the heavy weight low rep. Three minutes? I don't remember how long I rested, but that sounds like a lot. I, I mean, I'll take it. Mm. Stevie Simmons 6 says, there's gym water fountain unwritten rules. You got, you got to, you know, you got to go back to the weight, the water fountain a lot. Mm. Dr. Josh says, you'll, you'll spend a lot of time just sitting around when lifting heavy. I like to work other muscles instead of weight. Yeah, you know, I, I used to do that too. I used to do a long recovery in between heavier weight, low rep sets. And then it just felt like I was wasting so much time. But then when I did other stuff, I felt like, oh, this is making the main exercise more difficult. So I don't want to take away from that. I don't know. I just need to be in the building. You know, I just, I needed to figure that part out. Am <laughs> I going to the land of chocolate? Yes, I am going. I'm going to the land of chocolate. Um, <laughs> Shannon says we didn't have to coax go. <laughs> Germany, cool. What is it for? Is that at Adidas headquarters? I don't. I actually don't know what city I'm going to. I've been contacted like by a PR company to go, and I know I I'm not allowed to tell you why I'm going, but. They said I am allowed to post some stuff contemporaneously as long as I'm not talking about the product that I'm there to go see. So, yeah. I'm kind of hoping... So, like Calvin Hong said, like I want, I know Ben Felton went to Germany for Nike, but maybe Adidas. I'm kind of hoping Ben Felton's going to go. I'm debating whether or not to ask the PR person, like, hey, is anyone else I know going to be there? Or just reaching out to people that I like and being like, hey, you're going to be in Germany by any chance next week? Because I'm hoping there are people that I know when I went to Malaga, I did, I did, I did meet Ben Felton there, but like, um, I didn't, I knew, I think I had met Brian Messler before. Yeah. I'd met him at like the LA marathon or something like that, but I didn't really know any of the other people that were there from ASICS that were brought by like ASICS North America. The other two guys were Canadians. They were Canucks. And, um, 
So that made it a little bit harder on the trip. I mean, someone's like creating a schedule for you and mapping out all your meals and stuff like that. So it's not that hard a trip, but it's just more fun when I know people that are there. Um, Stevie 76 says West or East Germany. I mean, there's no such thing as West or East Germany, right? I don't know. I actually don't know. I, I actually don't know what city we're going to. It's a good thing I don't know because then I would tell you guys, I guess, like on accident. <laughs> uh, yeah. Martha says, Cole, you're now the mystery man. We're so curious. Adidas comes to mind like everyone's saying. It is an Adidas event. And I think it's at the Adidas HQ, but I don't know what city that's in. So um, it's not Puma. Dave was like Adidas versus Puma. Calvin thinks it might be Puma, but it's an Adidas event. And that's about, I only know a couple more facts than that, but I don't know much more. So that's it. Mm. Momentum Unbound says, I just do the Melbourne shuffle between weight sets. I don't know what that is. I'm not familiar with that. Mm. Adam says, I'm going to be blindfolded on the plane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they'll be blindfolded. But, you know, like last year when I went to Malaga, you know, like that my flight was to Frankfurt. You know, so I felt like that was exciting, you know, to have a video start out that way. Be like, hey, welcome to your flight to Frankfurt, Germany. Um, so I think I'm, I'll probably maybe try to start it the same way that time. I don't always catch that audio, you know. So, like, we'll see how I end up mapping out this video. But it should be fun. I think I'll be able to film a decent amount while I'm there. I'm not sure. I don't know what the schedule is going to be. So, yeah. CV76 says, the CIA mission to Germany to shoot down UFO balloons. Can you imagine, like, if I turn into be like a Julia child, but uh, I use running as the pretext instead of cooking and I'm like a spy or an asset? Maybe, because, you know, Ger Germany did pioneer a lot of dirigible technology. So maybe maybe I'm going there to collect information on uh, various manned or unmanned objects that can fly over 30,000 feet. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So funny. Um, yeah. Dr. Josh says, go going to drive on the Autobot. Dude, I would be so lost on that. You know, I, I, I would love to sit in the passenger seat of someone that knows how to drive well to do that. But I, me, no way. I'm not. I'm not a very good driver. Um, I don't drive often, and I don't. I enjoy driving fast, but I'm not very good at. It. I don't practice it, and um, I, I detest driving as like transportation. You know, I can't wait for self-driving cars. I'll just sit in the back, look at my phone the whole time, maybe eat some snacks, you know, drink some coffee. Um, that's that's all. That's what I want to do. Um, but yeah, maybe there'll be an auto. I don't think that there will be an Autobahn ex like uh, excursion. <laughs> Edge Hand says maybe Miele is really launching an air fryer. Can you imagine that? That'd be amazing. Uh, hmm. And Dominic says, "Trust me, there's still a West and East Germany." All right, nice. Uh, Sean says, tell them to bring back the blue and yellow marathon celebration jackets. Are you guys mad about that? Let's end, let's end on that. Um, I don't, I don't mind, uh, the parley jacket. It's not my favorite color combo. And I kind of wish that they would just keep this, the really strong blue and yellow for every year, because like, 
you know, there's people that are going to Boston for the first time and they, they want to get the celebration jacket. They want the celebration jacket. You know, we don't, we're going there for tradition. We're not going there for novelty, you know? So it's like, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the color. I don't care about the embroidery all that much. Um, I like that it's made with Parley for the Oceans fabric, but I don't know. What do you guys think about all that? Um, hmm. Let's see. Before we get to that, uh, Hui Nguyen says, Hey, Mike, how excited are you for Tokyo? Are you going to PR? Are you going for a PR? I think so. I'm, my training's going well. We'll have to see. I've got some travel coming up as we've been talking. Um, and uh, time zones are going to be an issue, but that'll be the start of my taper. So I feel like I'm not as concerned about a disruption into the training. Um, I probably will want to get some sort of like light workout in at some point during the time that I'm in Germany. So I'm hopefully there'll be at least be some time to do that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, and then I'll be leaving March 1st for Tokyo. Um, so my only concern, my main concern is, um, just the time zone difference. And then other than that, like, my my stomach's pretty solid so like i'm not too worried about like adjusting to food and being able to find things that i can eat you know um i'm gonna worry a little bit less about being plant-based while i'm over there because i just feel like there's a lot of asian foods that are like looks like it's not have doesn't have meat in it but there's like fish sauce or like other animal-based ingredients in it and i'm just like i'm gonna not worry about that for a little bit um and I don't think that'll be a problem because from time to time I do have I do have seafood regularly, so not often, but not enough, not infrequently, you know. So I think I'll be okay food wise, um, and just navigating will be difficult. But like, you know, I'm going there. I'm gonna probably get babysat to some extent from Asics and the Asics people, um, and then I'll also have like Thomas and like Megan and Robbie will be there too. And Ashley Mateo. So like people that I know that I can also kind of be like, Hey, do you guys know like how to do this thing? You know? So like that, that makes it easy, a lot easier for me as someone that doesn't speak any Japanese. Shan says, and we'll end on this one today. Shan says, I'm so proud of how you advanced your career as a shoe tuber, quit lawyering and traveling the world and getting shoes sent to you. Disclaimer, Coastal buys his own shoes lots of the time. Uh, yeah. I th well, thank you, Shannon. I just still do buy a lot of shoes. Um, but thanks, Shannon. That's really nice of you to say that. Um, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird, <laughs> it's really, really weird. Um, but uh, I'm cobbling together some sort of, I don't know if it's a career path, but at least uh, a way of continuing to have fun. I feel like continuing to do the things that we're doing here that we're all enjoying. Um, and, you know, making it worth the time to be away from family so much and like doing the work, you know, filming all this stuff isn't, I have it down to a, a system that I have and a rhythm that I have, but it's not, not work, you know, like it's, 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 it's valuable to someone. It's valuable to me. So I appreciate that, Shannon. All right. That's going to be a good place to leave it for today, guys. Tomorrow there'll be no video, but we'll do another live stream. We'll be back here in the in the set again because I think this is working. I like this. So um, we'll be back here same time as today, 1 p.m. Central time. Until I see you again, guys, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.